you are now tuned in to So Unapologetic, where the conversations are always real, often funny, and so unapologetic. All right, let's get to the show. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of So Unapologetic, a grown and sexy podcast. And as always, I'm your host, one half of the duo, Aaron Social. G isn't here yet, so she'll be here later. Um, but today I have another one of my wonderful friends, one of my loved ones, one of my spiritual advisors, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, everyone. I am Lakifa at Goddess Gaia Oracle. Yeah, so if you guys need a reading, you know, saying she's a person that you can get with, and you better get her while her prices are like cheap. Damn near free. <laughs> know, <laughs> your <word. laughs> know your word. Know your word. But, um... So, <laughs> uh, uh... Last week, I was talking to Gigi, and we rehashed this whole penis-winked um, thing that seems to be a growing phenomenon. And I can tell by your face that you're confused about what exactly that is. Yes. Have you ever encountered a man who may have sent you a dick pic and then when you guys go to finish the transaction it was a totally different penis that was attached to his body versus the pic or you know it was not the size of the picture that he showed you like he might have zoomed in. Have you ever experienced that? No, I have not. (laughs) So that's why I'm confused. (laughs) Well, consider yourself lucky. Okay. Because according to G, there is a growing phenomenon of women who have been penis winked. Oh, so dick scammed. Okay, penis fished. Yes. Okay. Okay. So now we have a scandal called penis gate. We're gonna get to the bottom of this shit. I'm going to find somebody who has done this and they're going to tell us why the hell did you do this? And my question is, how many penises did you go through before you settled on this? Well, I mean, it's not, it's like how women, you know, crop their boobs a certain way. I don't think it's different. A girl doesn't have to be gay to sit and look at a bunch of boo pictures to figure out which set she wants to portray as hers. Yeah, those, so, those are boobs. We talking about a dude. It, why is it no different than us? There's a lot of women who are strictly dickly and they don't find anything about another woman attractive and they could still do it. You know why? It's just a thing. I have a theory. I think women are like invertedly bisexual like you know because you guys can look at another woman and compliment her like you say no you don't want nothing to do with her yeah it's like that's a nice ass that's some nice tits yeah as a man you can't walk around hey bro that's some nice biceps my brother but why but why can't you there's nothing wrong with telling another dude like damn dude like i see what you're doing i've been you know i've been seeing you coming in the gym every day Look, you better leave it at that. Hey, brother, what exercise you do? I see you in the gym working hard. Yeah. That's as far as it can go. You better not compliment another man's body part. But you can still say, I like what you're doing. 
Can you? I like what what you've achieved. Can you help me get that? You kind of still got to word it a different way. And it's more of a societal thing. Okay. Because you can't go to a guy like, hey, man, what kind of what kind of exercise you do for your glutes? I like the way your glutes is. You can't do that shit. I, okay. Because as a woman, you can walk up to a woman, girl, look at your booty. How you get that? What exercise you do? You can't do that as a man. Nigga will be like, what the fuck? <laughs> that sucks. Look, just like, sucks. just like this is how you compliment a guy as another man about his haircut. Okay. Hey, who cut your hair? We know what that mean. That mean my shit looking tight. Okay, okay. You know, as a woman, yeah, y'all do that whole. It's like, oh, it's like y'all do it almost the same way a guy would compliment a woman. Yeah. Y'all give compliments the way y'all want to receive them. Oh. Men don't do that. Okay, I got you. If the same way you would want a guy to compliment the look, the comment your your curves is the same way you would compliment those same curves on another woman. Yeah. A guy ain't gonna compliment another guy on how his dick print is and some gray sweats. Yeah, that's true. I get, I get whatsoever. But it's also, I mean, if it's also just not necessary if you're, like you said, if you're not looking for that, y'all don't want to hear it because that's I the mean, only way y'all really want to hear a compliment. Dudes want to hear, woman. yes, exactly. Yeah, it's from a woman. Okay. Exactly. Just like you or see, somebody you're interested in. Just like guys with their dads, you know, you get, a, you know, your son gets a certain age. Even when you was little, you kissing him on the forehead and stuff. And he gets dad stuff there, man. I don't know what it is. Like, you ain't got to be taught. It's just you get a certain age. I don't want to Even if that is my dad. Really? I mean, I don't know. My dad never did that shit to me. So, like, my son's... Not an 18 year old. I ain't finna get him no kiss on the head. I would, I might. I might. I, he definitely get a hug or he get that. This little one, he's little. You know, he's 14 now. I can still pick him up and tuck his ass under my shoulder. Under my, so he still might get a kiss on the head. Oh, I'm sorry, Liza. It's just, it might happen. Even my youngest baby, she about to be ten. She don't even like you know. I like daddy, give me a kiss. It's like now nah, it's dad. What the fuck? Like, what happened to the other? This letter's missing out of this. Oh. It's like thanks, dad. My twenty year old, she's like, it ain't even dad. He's like, all right, Padre. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what have, what has? You've given them all that you could give them, and that, and that's nah, their, that's their separation. Nah, I ain't shit. Oh. Now you finna go be loving on another nigga, calling him daddy. It's like, oh, Christ. that's so fucked up. You see, what, see what y'all do to y'all dads? Then y'all flip that switch, you get on the daddy nigga. Like, I ain't done motherfucker. You be calling that shit. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't in denial. I know my daughter get old. They were like, "Daddy, give me a kiss." First of all, go have your mouth been. Well, you know, see, my dad and I are very close. My dad still gives me a kiss on the lips. So when I'm in a relationship, he doesn't. He just gives me a kiss on the cheek. Like it's it. See, like there's a so constantly. I don't know where your mouth been. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I would not ever approach my father in that situation, but. I, it's fine. It doesn't bother me, and it was funny it to me bother. just when it when it all happened. I was kind of like, "Oh, I got you! Oh, look at yeah. us! Look at us! Little language!" You Cause know? you got daughters, you gonna do the same thing. Wait, wait. With your mouth? Not even. I'm not even gonna head. ask. I'm gonna know. You know. In your head, no. You ain't gonna say like you gonna be. Kiss on the forehead. I don't know your mouth. Really. I don't know what you did on the ride. I'm here. short, so I always kiss my daughters on the necks. So I'm too short to. They're too tall. I didn't get. Yeah, so I, I've always kissed them on the neck. See? I know a neck is is. You hope it's safe. You hope it's safe. 
Hey, so some of us men, when I say some of us men, I mean me. <laughs> I've skied off Nick's faces. Hey, ain't no place safe. Your daughter come with me. Ain't no place safe. Oh my God. But she I let me do not. it. Oh my God, I cannot. That's just Skied funny. in the ear, too, if you let me. Oh. It'll be deaf. Fluid in your ear. Like, that's not, ma'am, this is not fluid. This is. Ma'am, have you been? That do you? That'll be a that'll be a up conversation they have with your ear, throat, neck, and uh, uh, ear. What's it? Ear, nose, and throat, doctor. Yes, ear, nose, and throat. Like, ma'am, have you been engaging in some extracurricular smash activities? Smash activities. I have to think. Smash activities. Did you just make that up? I did not make that up at all. Are you, I like that smash too. I, I cannot take credit for that. Um, I will give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna do a whole episode about that. Okay. And when I do that, I might even try to see if I can have that person who came up with that on. I'm telling you, that would be awesome. But yeah. So here's another question that me and G talked about last week, and I was like, this would be perfect to talk about with another woman. Mm-hmm. A guy has a main chick, a wife, girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. And a side piece. Who gets the best version of him? I think they both do. Because there's something that he's holding back from his wife mm-hmm. or his main woman that he feels he can only release with the side chick. Both make him a good man, but will make him an even but will make him a god. Will make him opinion. a complete person. What will make him a god is being able to express all of that. With both. With one woman. Mm-hmm. That's what I told G. I said I don't feel like either of them gets to complete him because he's not the same person he's probably presenting to the yeah. side piece where you know he doesn't have to lie. He can, I guess, be whatever, whatever he feel like he can't be with the man he's with yeah. her. And the side piece is definitely not getting. The love and probably stability that the main is getting. So I feel like they're getting yeah. two different halves of him. You put them both together, you got to hold him. Maybe he likes to have nasty sex, but he likes to come in people's ears and stuff, and he can't do that with his main. So yes, he can he can smut out his side piece because she like it. Maybe she doing it because and she- a lot of men, some men still have the notion, which I did not even think. I thought this had died off. The notion that my main, I can't see my main in a slutty way. And I think, like, you need to work through that. Because women have each side. You know, a lot of women have never been able to have an orgasm until they were with a guy that actually paid close attention to them enough to give them that. So, you know, it's... it's, uh, That's sad. I've, I've ran through quite a like even when I was in my mid twenties like with dating and messing with older women yeah. that had never had orgasms. I was like, oh. "You been fucking for how long and you ain't never?" Yeah. Or they only had orgasms that they given themselves through masturbation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you gotta be careful with that because you start getting your body used to that. Ain't nobody you gonna be having a lot of unfulfilled sex. No, you won't. No, you won't. I mean, like, if a, like, cause no. some women, I know some women that masturbate so much mm-hmm. that they can't even achieve an orgasm from their partner. Well, there's different types of orgasms. So it's not, you don't just have a clitoral orgasm. You can have a, you know, 
a penetration orgasm. Yeah, they ain't have, having those neither. I think, I don't know. I think because your body probably goes so used to you that you got to. No, there's probably, to, there's probably a whole lot of block shockers that she's just not, doesn't even understand that are affecting her because if you're able to achieve part of it there's something else that's missing there's some kind of emotional connection that, that must be missing and i think for me like for women like you know how they always say women are more emotional when it comes to that yeah. i feel like women can definitely just fuck a man and don't care yeah but i believe to me they're more to where women are more emotional mm-hmm. to me comes into women's ability yeah they'll sleep with you but you won't get, like you say, you won't get that full slutty part because in order to get that, she has to be completely Trust. comfortable yeah. and feel, in, you know, you have to be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. If you don't give her that, you go, yeah, you can get sex, but it's not going to be to the level that it could be because. And that's why if people just would tell the truth about what they need, what they want, how they need it. The other person can say yes or no. I can do that, and if they can't, then walk away. That's Not, what I do. Just gotta walk away. I think we're just we we always for whatever reason. I think right now everyone's so afraid that to die alone, so they just have these random situationships right. and kind of came here alone. I mean, but a lot of people are people are afraid to just. No, not even like physically die alone. Just like be in the last stages of your life by yourself. And right now, everybody's dying at every age. So it's kind of pushing back that whole life expectancy thing. We don't know what it is. When it's like, exactly. like the old people, when it's your time. It's your <laughs> but I kind of feel like that's where YOLO came from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just that simple, well, we don't really know. We don't really know. You don't know. No, and no one does. So, you know, I seen this post on Facebook where it was like, <laughs> I seen this post on Facebook where it was like, you know, a woman. It's okay. It'll be all right. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties there. It's like, you know, it was like, like, will a man stick with a woman while she's trying to figure herself out? And, because you know, yes, most I of the time, heard, heard women stick. always stick with a dude while he's trying to figure himself out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think with that, for men, I think, because I think a lot of times, women stick with a guy that's going through something, one, because she probably sees potential. Mm-hmm. And I think women are more cerebral when it comes to that like more mm-hmm. you guys think I probably think I would say think more with your heart or your emotions than most men will okay so a guy is going to look at it okay what is she going through why is she going through this he going to have all these questions versus a woman is like we can work through that like unless it's just an absolute deal breaker yeah 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 for sure I think for a guy he gonna look at it more black and white like yeah. oh hell no she I ain't got trying. this many kids uh she you know her credit score is this and that's exactly I thoroughly agree and I think and I and and I think that that's why a lot of men are still finding themselves in some really fucked up situationships because they're not willing to see past 
all of those things that a woman could be going through, but you would rather go and deal with somebody that is toxic. And it's like, but all, maybe this maybe this person has this issue because they were never educated on that. Possible. You know, they never were educated on that. I, I, ha- I have some of those things that now at 42, I'm like, I don't know anything about that. And I'm finding that certain guys think that that's important. And I'm like, well, it's not for lack of wanting to improve my life over there in that way. It's just that I haven't either A, gotten to it, and B, probably have no clue about it. Mm. Have no clue. So if somebody were to teach me, then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, thank you for that, and I'll improve. And now, poof, I've grown in that area. But I do feel men are not as willing. Their thing is, I'm stable enough, I can marry you and then you can just do your little thing, whatever you do over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they treat me. Why you, dismiss you can go do your little thing. That's how they treat me, where they're just like, oh, okay, well yeah, you're your wife material and whatnot. That has your, been established. You have your little business on the side. Go ahead. Yeah. Your little hobby. <laughs> yeah. I want someone that's going to love me, not just, you know, do all of that stuff for me. But at the same time, it's also going to love me and want to know how I'm doing, know where I am throughout the day, stuff like that. But I mean, I think and that's kind of like for these women that I hear they want this guy to I want him to have this, make this much more money than me and have this. The slippery slope that y'all run into when you have a man that's already established, you now become a possession. Exactly. And you never want to become a possession to a man. Because when you do that, as easily as he got you, is as easily as he would dispose and replace your ass. Exactly. So now you find yourself having to do more and more weird shit to keep this guy's attention. Because yep. men are already, we already visual creatures. Yep. And a lot of women will do all this stuff to get your attention, then when they get your attention, now they're not getting waxes. They yep. not do they not yep. doing their makeup for no yep. reason. Cause like I was always told, whatever you do to get somebody, you have to at least do at least continue doing that. Yeah. To yeah. keep them. But you still have to do more. But you have at least Yeah. Do I agree. That. I thoroughly agree. And I, I and I think there's always a misconception that women do it, but I think men do it too. Yeah. I, I've I've definitely encountered that. Um, where I've been with partners and as soon as they got me, they declined. And I'm like, how are you declining? They get comfortable. I'm like, why are you, why are you comfortable, sir? No, you don't have me. Because the hunt is done. I did the hunt. I caught, I caught, I yeah. caught you. Yeah. Now I just want to show you off. Now I just want to sit here and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, like that's a check mark. Okay, I found the wifey. Whew. I ain't got to. Fuck this working out shit. I ain't got to do none of this shit no more. Right. She got to love me thick and thin. Good yep. or no good. Yep. And yep. then, but when y'all do that, the dude be like, uh, I got to go. What's going on here? What's going on, Tubby? <laughs> what you doing? Why well, this motherfucker gained more weight than you did. Yes. He's still talking shit to you. Uh, babe, what uh, you hit the gym? Right. I'm the kind of person like this. If... You said to tell me, oh, I need to, you know, I need to work out. My body's under construction, this, that, whatever. And I see that you are lacking that motivation. Well, how about we go for a walk together? Exactly. Because, like, my thing is like this. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. Because I, I know, you know, from being an athlete, this, that, whatever. When you fall off of that, or oh, I ain't got to train no more. And then you're like, what am I lifting all these heavy weights for? What am I doing? It's like you, 
like I'm just doing this because for health reasons. That don't mean I gotta go to the gym three times a day. Well, yeah. What competition am I getting ready for? Right, right. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a goal. There's a goal behind it. There's a prize behind it. Yeah, yeah. Just the whole horse and the carry thing. Yeah. Now so that you ain't now got that to, you don't have to. Now that you resigned it, hey, that's that's over with, man. I ain't. And that's the bad thing about being like that, because like even Kobe Bryant said that he was like, you know, when he first retired, he was like, you know, he took like a week or so off. Then he was like, I gotta get back my ass back in the gym, because he's so used to doing that. Like he ain't doing it to go off and possibly make a comeback. Mm-hmm. He's doing it because that's what he's been doing for the majority of his life. Yeah. But like I told you, it's like it's a slippery slope when you start realizing, man, this shit feel good. Not doing this. You, Start welling, you start being in that space too long. When you start being in that space, like the sunken space, you just, yeah. it's nothing worries here. It's just a nice place. But then you always had, especially if you were an ambition, ambitious and driven person, mm-hmm. it's always, what are you doing? What's the next goal? Like I was talking to April and she was talking about, you know, being secure. Okay. I said, security for an ambitious person does not exist. Mm. I said you. I said, well, security for anybody. Everybody's looking for security, right? I said the difference between an ambitious person and a person that's just when you get somewhere that you feel like it's secure. An ambitious person is like, damn, it's a whole nother mountain up here. Well, let me get my shit. Let's go see what's up there. You get another person, you be like, look how far we've come. Hmm, I like it here. We're gonna stay here forever. Oh. That's everybody wants security. Men want it. Yeah. Women want it. But yeah. the thing about it is, when you when you say that you're ambitious, there is no such thing as true security. Security is that goal. It's like it's, like, it's the unattainable. Yeah, you know it's there. It's yeah. like perfection. Yeah, I'm gonna strive for perfection. I'm never gonna get there, but it's not gonna deter me because I'm gonna keep pushing until I get. I'm gonna get there. I don't know how. It doesn't really exist, but something in my mind is not computing that the shit does not exist. So you keep pushing. That's how people that become entrepreneurs, yeah. they know that. They like, man, fuck that security blanket. Mm-hmm. Like, I even uh, seen this thing that Kenan Ivan Wayans said. Because mm-hmm. he could have went to school to become I- like a, uh, a scientist or some shit. Mm-hmm. His dad was like, okay, go to school, get your degree. So you had it to fall back on. But he told his dad, if I do that, then I won't ever push yep. hard because I have a safety uh-huh. net. Yep. It's something about walking through life where you know if I fall... That is it. Versus, <laughs> you know, like you got kids, they parents, you know, did their job, they yep. worked hard, so they kid ain't got, so they just on the road like this. Oh, shit, I failed. Let me go back. That is true. But like, you know, it's like being a bird, like how, how mother birds do it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I will. If you don't, if you don't jump, I, you if, will, you will you be in if flight. If you don't fly, <laughs> you gonna get ate by whatever's down there. <laughs> Ants, other shit. That's going to have to fly. It's the same way how I learned how to swim. Yeah. On the fishing boat, looking at the water. I guess about time I learned how to swim. And the boat, it's not going fast, but that motherfucker is doing this way. You better swim, boy. You better. You're sitting there just drowning, and all of a sudden, your ass start floating. It's, it's amazing what your body would do when you don't want to die. You see that, like, you know, these motherfuckers are not playing. They're not going to come get you because the boat steady going. It's the boat steady going. They ain't stopping that motherfucker. I'm pretty sure if all the went down, they come back up. Somebody would have came and got you. But <laughs> do you really want to roll that dice? Are you really, really? 
dice. You know what? They're going to come give me. You really want to roll that dice? No. I was like, no. These people are crazy. First of all, you crazy. You kicked me off the boat. No one, I can't swim. You did this on purpose. So why am I going to think that you're going to come save me? <laughs> I have to save myself. <laughs> and if I live through this, then I can mistrust you now. <laughs> I didn't do that to none of my kids because they built different. <laughs> Dumb niggas probably would have drowned. And that's what have been at. I would have been in jail for trying to teach my kid how to swim and fucked up way. Well, that's what was done to me. <laughs> I never learned how to fish because in my mama family, you got you got certain certain levels. When you little, you bait hooks. Cause that's all you can do. You ain't strong enough to fish. Mm-hmm. When you get a little older, you get to learn how to scale the fish mm-hmm. and fillet the fish. Mm-hmm. I never got past that level. Cause I was, mom was like, stop. You was, you eating that shit. You would have hacked that shit to death. I'm like, what? I kept the knife flat, I think. She like, she like, there's no meat on this. How, what are you going to eat? I'm like, auntie, I, you know what, this shit ain't for me. Fuck this shit. Even I went to culinary school, I got a little better. So then when I told me to fillet a fish, I was like, <laughs> Kryptonite. <laughs> I'm saying I was everything. What we fillet? Fillet the fish. Hey, what's wrong? I'm a little bitty kid again. <laughs> With her auntie, she's like she's 20 feet tall. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I told my chef instructor he fell out fucking laughing. He said that's why you was like that. I was like, yes, man. <laughs> I said, some shit sticks with you. I said, like, forever, while I was going through search and rescue swimming, I wasn't afraid to drown. I've been here before. <laughs> I know this. I know how far to push it because I've been there. That is so fascinating and scary all the same time. Even after that, I'll be in a tub. Just seeing how long as I can see I can find that. feel like, that's, that's, that's the point. That's the point. I, I know. I know what I'm about to drown. I know that point. <laughs> so the goal is not to get that point. No, I know. Because like even when you when you go you learn diving school or whatever. Yeah. One of the first things they do, in order for me to be able to save somebody, I have to get over my fear of drowning. How do you get over that fear? By fucking drowning. Not to the point that you can't come back. Yeah. But to the point where you just, when you know you took so much water and your body's fighting, your body's like, all right, dumbass. We just go go. Cause like I tell people, dying is easy. You literally can lay in your bed and just say, I don't want to breathe no more. Mm-hmm. And your body yeah. is so powerful. That's like when you got older people mm-hmm. and they be like, baby, my soul is tired. Mm-hmm. If you want that person to stay with you, do not tell them it's okay to rest. Because yep. I promise you, I've been around yep. two old people that did this and they was gone. I was like, so living is the Hey, it's Aaron Social from the Soul Unapologetic Podcast. We want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every week and supporting us on our podcasting journey. And we want to make sure that you can also keep up with the podcast. So you can follow us on both Facebook and Instagram at Soul Unapologetic Podcast. And you can follow our personal pages too on Instagram. You can follow myself at Aaron underscore social. 
And you can also follow G at the one underscore GG. And that's spelled G-I-G-I. All right. Let's get back to the show. Hard part. Okay. <laughs> Living is a hard part. So back to wow. knowing your worth. So Yes. Um, is there like a formula for that? Or how does one know their worth because I run into a lot of people that be like I know what I bring to the table I know my worth but your actions don't show that because you still with a guy that do what he want to do or you still taking shit from your job or whatever so how can you tell me you know your worth but how you live in your life does not say that same thing it's your self love everything is not everything but a lot of this stuff is based on our self love you love yourself enough and you 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 participate in self self-care and you have your boundaries and you you know you're you're living your life that it's pleasant for you mm-hmm. to live your life. You're going to not accept anything that is not peaceful, that is not positive, that is not for you. You're just not gonna accept it. So all that stuff just kind of goes away and your worth naturally just goes up. You know, Certain people know not to approach you. You know how many women I've asked that question to and that's the only logical response I've ever been given? Other than, I just know. I know what I'm like. What the, what the fuck do you just know? Well, thank you. Like somebody <laughs> explained it like, you love yourself enough that you know what you're not going to accept. Yeah. Unless, unless you are adding value to my life, I can't have you here. No. It's so many, not even just women, it's so many people, they don't know that, like, for instance, women, when they be like, oh, self-love, they, they make it sound like they have to shut everything out. Right. Like, I can't talk to nobody, right. I can't get close to nobody, because I'm working on me right now. I got, I'm yeah. like, well, what are you doing? And that's the absolute opposite of what self-love is. It's everything. It's not allowing people to talk to you a certain way. It's not putting certain foods in your body that you know later on your body is going to be feeling horrible. It's, you know, taking care of, yes, your your physical appearance, your outer self. But most of self-care and self-love is inside. So you mean, so let's go back to this eating food that you know is going to make you feel bad. I like fried chicken, okay? I like fried chicken if it's 2 a.m. in the morning or it's 2 in the afternoon. But what I do know, I know that I, I have learned two things about my body in the later half of my 30s. Mm-hmm. If I eat super late at night, I'm going to be hungry as shit in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if I eat like, like say if I eat some greasy food, mm-hmm. it is not going to sit well. Like I'm not, not even heartburn. It's just I'm going to feel like shit. Sometime in the middle of the morning, like at time, I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna feel like I don't, I don't know, like I done ate a whole fucking a rock or something. I was like, and why? So if you know this, why keep doing it? Why keep doing it? If you are not, if, if you're I don't not do it, I don't it, do it, I don't do it so much now. I don't do right, it right because now you're enjoying how you feel when you don't. You're you're having enough time in between that bad feeling that you're enjoying that good feeling more. And so by enjoying that good feeling more, anytime you, 
you know, say, hey, you know, once a month I'll have me some fried chicken. Once a week I'll have me some fried chicken. That's what. You know, then then you know you're getting farther and farther. Now that you're comfortable with a week, make it two weeks. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I went vegetarian for 30 days. Yeah, I remember. If it, I mean, I did feel good. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't until, like, I, I actually wanted some fried chicken and my daughter was like, Daddy, you... She was like, oh, I forgot. I said, no, I actually want fried chicken. I said, we can go get it. I said, it ain't no big thing. Mm-hmm. She, made, she made it seem like, oh, if you eat the fried chicken, it's... I was like, no. Yeah. I said, just... That ain't gonna... Now, if I eat fried chicken today and then tomorrow and then the day after that, then now we got a problem. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. People just... It's... Oh. it's but there's all of that, that that pulls into, you know, your 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 self-worth and your knowing your worth. It's and people just miss that part. They they miss the mark all the time with that. So So has knowing your self-worth ever how can I word this? Ever gotten you in trouble? I mean I don't really think it can get you in trouble, but like say for instance, say Say you meet a guy that he's a good guy, but I don't want to say that's not y'all season. It's just like where you are on this plane, he's trying to get there, mm-hmm. but he's not quite there. Yes. So, you know, you knowing your self-worth to somebody like that might seem like you just being like cocky or like you're not, you're not, there's no fleeting. I explained it. No, I explained it. I, I, I do have this issue. This is an issue I have. And so I just tell them, you know, it's not that I don't want, first off, I'm not discouraging you from your goals. It's just that I've worked so hard for me Mm -hmm. to get to a certain place where I am now. I am not able just right now. I am not able to look to my left or my right and say, babe, let me help you up because I'm so low myself because I've been doing that mm-hmm. so you know when when you're the one that's underneath all the time and everybody's you know putting their foot on your shoulder to, to get up at some point when is it your turn mm. that is good when you know? is it your turn when is it your turn and that's where I'm at and so because I'm at that level where I'm climbing a lot of guys that are like, babe, just, you know, just give me. I, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. She's like, I need both my hands. I, you know, the way this work, you know, the way my, my bank account work. I need both hands right now. Like, you know, because the higher you get, the more gravity you need both hands. I can't. I just, ooh. <laughs> I, I, I can't. And I don't. And I don't do any of that because I got to get going. So I just let them know, like, hey, you know, it was nice meeting you. You know, yeah, we had a connection. Um, it, it could have gone someplace else, but right now it's about me. And if it, it, some guys don't understand it, some guys do. And either way, I can't wait around to care about it. And I actually, the funny thing, I read an article where it was talking about women knowing their worth. A woman who, a woman that knows her worth, knows when to walk away. Yeah. That was like the thing. It said that so many times. Yeah. It's like when you have self confidence. It's like it's on my relationship. You know you look good. You know you add value. But you also know when to walk away. And it's no hard feelings. It's just like, hey, the path I'm going, I'm not saying you can't come, but you will have to, you will have to. Yeah, you, you steer me like just, you know. I got to stop and wait for you. Right. And, and how my life is built. Right. I just can't stop and just, 
I and gotta that's keep where going. I'm, and, and I'm literally at that. I've transitioned out of that person. Just most recently, just just finally trans transitioned out of that one, and that feels so amazing to to see and be with somebody that I felt like four or five years ago I would have never said no to him, like mm-hmm. never, never. My my self worth was not there yet, and now I'm just like, dude, really, really, I. Everything that I have to give and you just want to keep me in the house. Like, you know, like, that's their thing. Like, oh, I just want to keep you in the I house. I don't understand just this- it. Like, I don't know if it's because I, w- I was raised by a single parent. Like, me, I look at a relationship, maybe because I look at it as a business standpoint. Like, it's a partnership. I, just, I think that most people, I think people are turning to that. But for whatever reason, like, again, me transitioning out of that space of my worth, now I know it's no longer about me being taken care of. Like it was, it was deeper for me, mm. you know, and it's deeper for everybody. But that's the, those are the things so about you was, you was being kept. I have been you, a kept woman you, quite you, a few you, times you know in my many, life. You know how many women is looking to be like I tell people. I say I don't know if that's what you want. I say because being kept is a job. It is a job because you can't let nothing. You can't have because the guy gonna have no understanding. Why well, no. I mean, it depends, depends on what type of guy you're exactly. with. Exactly. Like, why you gaining weight? You on? You ain't. You got one job. It's to look good. And, and see, I never had the I, the look good part was not ever an issue in my relationships. Like that part was not ever an issue. I I was always attractive to them, mm. but it was all the other stuff, you know, that I let. I you know I always gave them power into the ventures that they wanted because. I'm a manifester. Like I've always done that. You forgot. So, you forgot about. You lost yourself. Yeah. You was in a sunken place. I definitely. How did your manifesting ass get in the sunken place? You supposed because to be the last was, person to go to the sunken place. Because I was raised a certain way, and to you know that, the woman to be overly submissive. I ain't gonna say to be not submissive. overly submissive. Though I, I was not. I didn't ever lose me. Oh, okay. Fully, it was just that you know making my husband happy and making sure that he had a you know a certain type of home that was what i wanted to be at that time in life i grew out of it okay. i grew out of it so. i had an older guy i tell people this story all the time where he was talking about his wife i asked him said they had been married for like 60 years i think mm-hmm. they wasn't even that old they might have been but they were kind of old but he was saying that he's had the pleasure of falling in love with his wife in in different stages. Like the same woman he yep. met in their teens yep. was not the same woman he that went to college. Yep. Was not the same woman that he married. Yep. Became a different woman when they had kids. Became a different woman when the kids left the house. Yep. Then he said he watched her fight cancer. So she became a different woman. And he said it, it went from okay yeah the physical but then now you start realizing it's more like it was like he basically said it was like watching a larva go into a cocoon. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the caterpillars, they still, they cute. Yep. And then you watch them go through this. He said, watch her go through this metamorphosis and turn into the woman that she was. He said, like, he was like, you know, you could, he said, you will love somebody forever. He said, but you won't always be in love. He's like, the trick is loving them enough to allow them to, to um, evolve. evolve and still finding 
he's like like looking for that person. Yes. Oh, there she goes. Yeah. Now she just and then here she come out of the store. He's like, you telling her that whole cocoon story? She was like, man, bring your ass. That's and I awesome. feel I laugh because it really is like that, and I and I unfortunately was with men that were were I just wanted you know the housewife the you know the trophy type stuff, and I didn't know that that was what I needed. That for me, it, you know, it took me many evolutions to to realize I wanted somebody that was gonna adore me at every single evolution that I go through, and. And not and not say, oh, I don't like this person. Oh, I'm, you know, time to go. So, yeah, because I got a lot to achieve. So I need somebody that's gonna be, you know, right there with me, doing their things and doing things together. Not this, oh, okay, um, you know, <laughs> dinner being ready at whatever time. And, and it's like I look at any like relationship like it's a partnership. Yeah. Like it's never gonna be 50-50. No. Because you know we gonna be off and on it sometimes. Maybe you tired and maybe. I gotta pick up all the slack. So when I'm tired, so you now you at sixty and I'm yes, at forty. I was just but talking whole, to somebody about the that. The whole thing, like I look at it like, like if you look at a wolf pack, mm-hmm. no one, no one, no one wolf is bigger than a pack. Yeah, you got your alpha and your beta, but just the same way the alphas out there hunting, so is the run. Or maybe maybe it's your turn to stay back with the little the little ones. Yeah, they work as a team because they know I'm not big enough to take down. This big ass buffalo to feed everybody, so I'ma need all y'all, and that's how I always look at relationship. Yeah. Like whatever my strengths are, if it's like something that you are adamant about, okay, you leading this aspect. Yes. But I'm still here just in case. It's that whatever. But a lot of people are like they want you to do this, they want you to do that. Like I don't need you just at home taking care of my kids. I can do that. Exactly, and the thing is too, um, there are times when. The husband might be the better one that's the cook. Okay, so then when he comes home from work, you know, there's nothing wrong with the wife then, you know, handling the kids as far as, you know, bath time and and homework and all that. So that when he comes in the house, he's got everything he needs to start dinner up. Like, what is wrong with that? Everything doesn't have to look a certain way. And then who's the person to say that that certain way was the right way? I think sometimes a lot of people want like definitely know their worth. They start worried about like women that feel like, oh, he should pay all the bills. Mm-hmm. My question is, what are you doing with your money? Mm-hmm. Your money, like, or, like my my mom told me, like my my mom and dad. My dad took care of the mortgage, the cars, like all the major stuff. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have to do like for a doctor's visits, or like my mom carried us on her insurance, so that way it freed up money. For him to take care of all the major stuff. My mom yeah. worried about the savings for yep. rainy day vacations. Yep. So they kind of worked as a team, even though that was still very a toxic household. I mean, they had parts of it. Yeah, they had parts of their relationship right. I mean, clearly there was something that attracted them to each other. Do you know what I mean? So, something. I don't know. You know, it was just other stuff. And that's what all of our parents did. You know, crazy. <laughs> they they messed somewhere. Yeah, they sure did mess. <laughs> Y'all fit in somewhere. Mom tried to tell me something about, I was trying to get away from him. Or oh, you was trying to get away so hard you had not one kid, but two. Right. You wasn't trying very hard. No. Even my, even my youngest daughter, Mom, she was like, the oldest, her oldest, that's she signed up for. The two middle one was like, I wasn't even trying to mess with him, but you had two kids back to back. You wasn't trying very hard. No. 
How you trying to run? Because if I'm running, I'm gone. Ass out in these streets. I'm like, I am gone. So, that's okay. So, you know, this is a very sexual podcast. So, I would be amiss in doing everybody that listens a disservice if we didn't see how or if knowing your worth even fits somewhere sexually. Oh, yeah. Of course it does. If you're the... Because we all have our, our what we like and what we, you know, if I'm not going to get with somebody that is not going to be on the same sexual level as me. Because it's just going to be dissatisfaction. So I know my worth. I'm not going to get with somebody who can't keep up with me. Period. Mm. I've had it happen. You know, like I said, I always tell this and people think they swear I just be picking on women. Or where the hell do you find these at? I'm like, these motherfuckers are out here. Okay. They be sitting there talking to you, saying all this other stuff. You talking about sex. They talking about doing this and the third. And then you get in there and she ain't doing none of that stuff. She, she said she was going to do. Your dick ain't going nowhere where she said it was going to go. She ain't doing nothing. Or motherfucker look you right in your eyes and ask you how you like your dick suck. And you tell this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And they do the exact opposite of what you said. I told you more spit the better. Why is my dick dry? It's to the point you're starting to hurt. Stop, stop. Stop. No longer, please. I mean, that's just that's just comprehension. That's just follow through. That's just personal. Personal. I mean, and it's hard because how are you going to know unless you kind of figure it out a little bit? But I mean, I think you would know somebody's energy if they're not. It's just conversation. Now, I go off there. Yo. It's a conversation. I don't think... It's a deeper conversation than just a lustful conversation. Like, oh, I want to do this to you. I want to do that to you. It's, it's I like a that. different conversation. It's the conversation that you have when you're just sitting somewhere bored. So, really, for real. Like, do you like to have sex? How many times a week? You have... there. Why? I just don't understand why everybody makes such a big deal. But ask. Ask the question. Hey, I'm not trying to be, you know, sexual here. If, if Especially, like, sometimes women or... Well, a woman won't want a man to think that she's coming on to him heavy and a man can play it as, you know, I'm, I really want this to work and make sure that we're compatible. So that's kind of how you have to go at it from, you know, from each view. But you just ask, hey, I like you, but this is also important to me. My sexual health is important to me. Mm. So because I have that self-worth now. You know, because I know what I need sexually. Yes, that's a part of it. And I'm going to ask this person, how many times a week do you expect to have sex? That's comfortable for you. That's not pushing you so that you're in the moment, so that you're passionate, right. so that you you receive what you receive, you need to receive, and I receive what I need to receive, and we do this together. How many times a week? So y'all and heard that? It has to be truthful. So we going to end on that because the more you know, the more you grow. And no, closed mouths do not get fed. And as always, protect your magic. (laughs) I'm sorry. But no, protect your magic, cultivate your vibe, and as always, be unapologetic about your peace. And we are out.